How y'all doing? I want to apologize for the lack of content this week. Um, Friday, I'll post a music review, but I wanted to come out with something, and because we did the, we did a, the George Romero uh, zombie trilogy, we did Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, I wanted to put it all together, and here it is today, so we can, so there's a place where you can watch, you can listen to all the reviews I did for those movies, and thank you so much for listening, um, you might notice something that's different now, there's ads now, because thanks to y'all, this could become like a, maybe a career or something, so thank you so much for uh, making that happen, and uh, yeah, thank you, and enjoy the episodes today. Friday, uh, Tyler the Creator episode is going to be on Friday. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. Love y'all. And yeah, here we go. Uh, it'll go from order from Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. So let's get to that right now. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Night of the Living Dead, 1968. Movie review. Welcome to the show. And I just want to say sorry for the bad mic quality, or no mic at all. All right, I'm going gorilla style here. All right, I apologize. I'll try to get it f- due to some issues. We'll see what can happen. But sorry for the mic quality. I hope this will do. But today we're checking out Night of the Living Dead, and we're going to be doing a little, little series review here because we're going to be doing Night of the Living Dead today. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead today, Wednesday, Dawn of the Dead on Wednesday, extra episode on Wednesday, by the way, then Thursday we'll be doing Day of the Dead, so a little trilogy, treeway review here, so yeah, let's get into it, starting off with the Night of the Living Dead, my favorite movie of all time, personally, and yeah, let's get into it, starting off with the plot. A ragtag group of Pennsylvanians barricade themselves in an old farmhouse to remain safe from the horde of flesh-eating ghouls. They are ravaging, ravaging the east coast of the United States. And, you know, let's get into this movie. So, you're starting off with this kind of atmospheric, kind of this car just driving down, the music kicking in. Great score, by the way. And... These, uh, it's a girl, forgot her name, but she's not really much important to the story. I'm gonna be honest with you because she kind of does nothing. That's kind of a, that's a theme of the first two movies of this little, like, trilogy here. So, she really doesn't do anything in this movie. Like, actually. But anyways, her and this guy named Johnny, they're down there at the grave. Check their, uh, I don't know who it is for the grave for but then a zombie, zombie comes up. They don't call them zombies; they just call them gals, or uh, or they call them assassins. So that's what they're called. He he comes up, kills Johnny. She runs in the car, drives all the way down to this man, this little like mansion house thing. Gets in there, 
looks around, being dumb, and then the best character of the whole movie, the whole movie. Now, the character's name, his name's Ben, played by Dwayne, I think Dwayne Jones. Best performance, best performance. This guy comes in, takes the show, steals the show, the whole movie, and he sets up, barricades them. Then you find out, after everything's barricaded and all that, and they're looking at the radio, then these two other guys, the, the, a guy comes in, guy comes out of the attic, and then, because they hear a radio, because they're playing the radio, and that's going on, and then... And then this little, like, family comes out. I think a mom, the mom, the wife comes out. Then there's a girl. And then there's a little girl that turns in. They all turn, they all die, basically. And it's just all these, all these scenes. And the main big thing happens at the end of the movie when all the horde comes in. And they're killing everybody. I think even Ben and the guy get into it. Then Ben runs into the attic. And overall... It's just a crazy movie. I can't do it justice. You gotta go check it out yourself. But it's a great movie. Great to turn off the lights and chill out. Now, now let's get into the editing and filming. The shots are really well done. The gore effects here, which were pretty little here. But when it happens, yeah, it's pretty good. Especially the, the scene where they're eating, which comes like a theme... In the other movies, they always have that one scene of a bunch of zombies getting in there, ripping apart flesh. Always happens in like three movies. Three movies. What I liked, the character Ben, like I already said, fantastic performance. It sucks he gets killed in the end, by the way. You know, at the end of the movie, he walks in, he walks out, these people... They know how to kill the. They know how to kill zombies. They're walking in with like a squad of police officers. They see him, sh- snipe him in the head, and he's down. The overall atmosphere of this movie's pretty good. The gore. The gore is really good overall. Great stuff here. What I dislike, the women in this movie. The woman in this movie, or the women, all three of them really didn't do anything. They just. They stand around. They didn't really do much, and the beginning was pretty slow. I wish some parts of the of the one girl just looking around, like I don't need like five minutes of her just looking around, staring, doing nothing. I wish there. I wish that stuff was more cut up. Uh, some trivia before we go. Bosco chocolate syrup was used to simulate blood in the film. The body upstairs. Was made by director George Romero. Was used ping. <laughs> he used the he used ping pongs for his for the eyes. Character of Ben was supposed to be crude, and a but a resourceful truck driver. No specification of race. After Dwayne Jones, a real life is self serious, academic audition for the part. Director co writer George Ramo, George Romero. Sorry about my pronunciation there. Rewrote the part to fit his performance. And thank God they did because this man kills the whole movie. Overall, great movie. I'm going to give this movie a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. So, what'd you think about it? Did you like it? Did you hate it? I don't know. Let me know. And come back on Wednesday when we look at Dawn of the Dead. I'll see y'all later. Bye. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dawn of the Dead, 1978. Review, movie review. Welcome to a special episode. We don't upload on Wednesdays, but we're we're having a little bonus episode for you. Welcome to the show. How you doing? How's it going? Now... Dawn of the Dead. We're continuing our little trilogy here. The, the last episode of this trilogy type thing is on Thursday. We take a look at Day of the Dead. But today we're looking at Dawn of the Dead, 1978. Now I know those remakes, we're not going to be reviewing the remakes because I don't care to. The originals are fine to me, alright? But, let's get into this movie review. No batting around, let's go. Start off with the plot. During an escalating zombie epidemic, two Philadelphia SWAT team members, a travel reporter, and his TV ex- exclusive executive girlfriend seek refu- refuge in a secluded shopping mall. Now, let's go over the whole movie, because I can. I know the movie right front to back in my head, so let's get into it. Now, basically, you start out in this kind of chaos. Like, you immediately begin You begin in chaos. Like, there's no build-up. Um, what I was complaining in Night of the Dead was the slow build-up to the actual stuff. Not this one. This one starts right in the action. Right there. Right, you got, you're in this... Everybody's freaking out. News reporters are going crazy. And you got this reporter that's running around trying to do stuff or whatever. And then... The guy comes in. I forgot his name. I know that's really bad. I forgot his name. Oh, I'm an idiot. I know. I, I know his nickname, Flyboy. Yeah, Flyboy. I don't know his like character, his like for real character name, but I know the nickname they give him, like Flyboy. Flyboy comes in. He's telling her to get in the helicopter. He's like a reporter type thing, telling his girlfriend to get in there. And then you cut to these SWAT officers going in this building, taking out taking out people, and this is some um, man. I think one of the big the big scenes on here is when they one of them take a shotgun and they just blow this guy's head off. That was crazy. Or or the scene when they're walking in this kind of where they dump where they dump all the zombies at. The zombies are in just like this cage area, just feasting on. Just feasting on some, like, 30 zombies feasting on people. Ripping disgusting stuff. Gross stuff. Alright? These special effects here are some of the best special effects I've seen in a while in any movies. And it's it's not... It's not computer generated, which makes it more... I guess it makes it more look better. Um, obviously, you can you can make special effects on a computer look good. But it, when it's physical, when you can really tell it's real, it's it's really good. Alright, it's really good. And also, also, then, then they come with the reporter, these two SWAT members, which I do know their names. Alright, Roger, 
Rogers, the short guy, and then crap. <laughs> Peter, Peter. Peter's the bold, he's the hero, stuff like that. And they all get in the helicopter and they go and they start flying out and then they stop by to get gas for the helicopter. This is when it gets a little insane, alright? Because Peter has to kill two zombie kids, which you don't really see a lot in zombie movies. They usually they usually keep kids out of this. But no, they killed killed straight two kids out there. And then they fly back and then they see the shopping mall. Now the shopping mall. This is where the whole movie becomes a whole different movie. It's like two mini movies basically. So when the next act starts, when they go in the shopping mall and then you really see kind of because, you know, you kind of bond with these characters. You kind of see them. You see character development. You see you see the the girlfriend that was kind of doing nothing in the movie, being a drag, you know, dragging on everybody to actually doing stuff, actually helping out. Then you see the reporter go from a guy who is all is getting into trouble, making bad decisions, always shooting, can't shoot straight. End up being able to shoot straight, being able to help out the team and become, you know, become one with the two SWAT guys. And uh, Roger, Roger stays the same, and that's his, like, end. That's how he dies. Spoiler alert. That's how he dies, because he stays the same. He wants to get, he knows, he thinks he can get everything done. He's very uh, flamboyant, I guess you could say. And... That's how he. That's how he gets killed. He thinks he can do everything. He doesn't. He thinks he doesn't need help, and that's how he dies. Sadly, and Peter. Peter's the. You know, he's the hero guy. He kind of stays the hero. He stays like the hero, chill, but <laughs> this man can take out people, right? And uh, yeah, the whole shopping mall thing's insane. Honestly, go check out the movie. I just. I just can't tell you, man. Like the funny, the funny scene to me in the shopping mall. I'll say my like favorite scene is where Peter when he go, when they go in the gun shop and he's putting on the two holsters like a cowboy, putting the the shell strapped across his his chest, and he's doing all that. That's my favorite scene from that. Now let's get into you know the filming, what I liked, and stuff like that. Uh, editing and filming. The editing and filming were top tier. Uh, the shots, man, the shots, the gore effects were insane. Like, insane. Like, they were fantastic, alright? What I liked, I really liked the characters. My favorite characters is the relationship between Peter and Roger. They just have a really good energy together. They go off on each other. Good stuff there. Their duo their duo's funny. And pretty much unmatched. I like how the characters evolve with you. Like you're getting to know them. And that's what really sets it apart. What I disliked. Not much. Nothing I disliked. I'm going to be honest with you. I have no negative things to say about that. Now before we end it off here. There's some. There's some trivia I guess you could say. Now I only. Now I got a few here. Um. I'll do I'll do this one. I'll only say one. Tom Savini chose the gray color of the zombie skin since Night of the Living Dead was in B and W and the zombie skin tone was not depicted. 
He later said it was a mistake because many of them ended up looking quite blue on the film, which they do. Some of the zombies look pretty blue. They got kind of like that blue skin. Overall, this film is a masterpiece. I think it's one of the best zombie films ever created. Like, I'll be honest with y'all. One of the best. Like, insane movie. Alright? Night of Living Dead will be always be my favorite film. But I cannot deny it to y'all. I cannot stress this enough. This is one of the best zombie movies ever created. And if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it, you are missing out. Go, it's on YouTube. Just look up, just look it up. There's even all the, there's even the extended version. I recommend the U.S. version because, I don't know, it's the one I liked. I didn't do the extended one. But I'm telling you, one of the best zombie films ever created, ever created. Like I'm, like I'm dead serious. I'm not lying to you. Watch it for yourself. It's insane. So overall, I'm gonna give this movie. I'm gonna give this movie. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. So what'd you think about it? Did you love the movie like I did? Did you hate the movie? Which you're insane. But it's your opinion. I don't know. Let me know. Thank you so much for checking out this episode. I'll see y'all later. Come back on Thursday when we finish this little trilogy review off. When we look at Day of the Dead. I'll see y'all later. Have a good day. And bye. Dawn of the Dead. 1985. Welcome to another movie review. This is the final... This is the final movie off the little George Romero trilogy we've been doing. And yeah. Let's get into it. Let's go with the plot. As the world is overrun by zombies, a group of scientists and military personnel sheltering an underground bunker in Florida must determine how they deal with the undead horde. Now, let's get into this movie because this movie is probably one of the best special effects wise I've seen from zombie films. I mean, the special effects, they go over Dawn of the Dead. A hundred percent, like, downright disgusting how they go over, and that, that's really good, so, let's go over the whole movie real quick, so, some of the things I really like, well, I guess, I really like the opening scene, so the opening scene has this, you're in a helicopter, you get dropped off, and this is one of the first time that there's a female lead, that's a badass, usually, with these movies. Now, Dawn of the Dead, they try to correct this a little bit. They try to make the female character more more doing stuff, more helping out with the team. Um, I know Night of Living Dead, they, they were just playing out stupid in that movie. But this one, the female lead is the most badass and is honestly better than any of the male characters and honestly actually does something. Everybody else is just kind of whatever, except the villain in this movie, the villain in this movie, outstanding performance, this guy was insane, alright, this guy was, will make you feel like he's really a villain in this show, and this movie, so yeah, like the opening scene, you see the, you see how the state of the apocalypse is, dawn of the dead, there were still people around now, day of the dead, completely deserted, they're probably the, the, the only humans really left around here, I mean, everybody is just gone. It's just zombies, ghost towns, ghost cities, 
everything's deserted, everything's gone, so that's pretty fire, um, then you get the, you get the kick rockin' 80s tune going while you're, while this giant elevator scene is going in this underground, or this underground bunker, and it just looks amazing, it really looks good, there's not that much that really happens in this movie, I'll be honest with you, that's why it's not, that's why I don't think it's better than Dawn of the Dead, there's some aspects that are better than Dawn of the Dead, but I don't think, because the overall story is kind of whatever. I mean, the scientists get down there. Um, they're trying to cure the zombie virus, but they are not actually down there to cure the scientist. He's known as Dr. Frankenstein. He's just playing around with zombies, trying to make them so he can control them. And, well, one zombie is the one zombie named Bub. He actually, it actually works, but it only works because... He's feeding him humans. He's feeding him the soldiers that are dying, trying to risk their life, giving the the, the zombies to the scientists. So, yeah. Um, I also love one shot where the villain walks in. I forgot his name. Um, he's like a captain. He leads the whole military operation now. Um, he's checking in because he doesn't know what these guys are doing. He goes in and he sees Bub. And, he, uh, and Bub aims his... Bub actually is able to pick up a gun. It's not loaded. The scientists make sure. He aims a gun right at the scientist. Right, no, right at the captain. Blow, pulls the trigger. Nothing there. And this is why. This is what sets up for the ending. Because when the zombies horde, when the zombie horde gets in, Bub actually picks up a loaded pistol and shoots the guy. Shoots the kills him. And I think that's fire. Um. <coughs> But yeah, there's not that much that really happens. It's mostly just talking. Um, most of the characters are pretty dull. Um, the fun, there's the villains are all funny. Uh, Steel is probably the most funny character I've seen on uh, on any of these uh, uh, George Romero trilogy films. On this trilogy, probably one of the funniest guys on there. Steel is just a guy. He's just funny as heck. But yeah, not much really happens. It's mostly. It's mostly you're just waiting. You're just waiting for the the horde of zombies to get in the underground bunker, and that's what happens. Um, a guy that I just don't understand why he's in this movie. He's the he I guess he's the, he was the love interest of the girl, but he just gets downright crazy and he kills himself. But he makes sure he but he makes sure he opens the gate so all the zombies can get in the underground bunker. So. That's what you're really waiting for. For you're waiting for the big ending, and it's a big ending for sure. It <laughs> makes the film just go up all the way up there. So yeah, overall good movie. I recommend you check it out. Uh, editing, filming, the filming was incredible. Uh, the shots, the whole underground area was great. Uh, the gore and special effects were top tier. Some of the best I've ever seen in filmmaking. Uh, very gruesome, very insane. Uh, what I liked. The villains in this movie gave a fantastic performance. They were the main stars here. Great special effects and gore. Like the female lead in here. She's dope. She's not the typical horror female character. She's actually doing something in this movie. I like the ending where the zombie bug kills the main bad guy. Uh, what I disliked. The only thing I really disliked was... Most of the characters were really bland and not, not interesting to actually sit down and really connect to. They're kind of just whatever. Um, I don't really like any of the other characters here. Um, 
Now, uh, here's some trivia before we go. The underground facility was not a soundstage. It was shot in the Wampum Mine, a former limestone mine near Pittsburgh. That was being used for underground storage facility. The two mi- <clears throat> the 2,500,000 square foot mile. I guess that'd be 2,000. 2,500 square foot mile was operated the gateway center referred to as the subsurface storage facility. So that's dope. All right, it wasn't a fake green screen. That that was all real. That's pretty fire. So overall, great movie. Not better than Dawn of the Dead. Not better than Night of the Living Dead, in my opinion. There's some aspects that are better than Dawn of the Dead. But overall, Dawn of the Dead's the better movie to watch. So I'm going to give this movie an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. So what do you think about it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? I don't know. Let me know. And also, I just want to say, uh, Friday uh, will be another episode for music reviews. Uh, but also, um, this will be the last episode for next week. Next week will be no episodes next week. Um, we're going. I'm going on a little break to recharge, get more content made. So I'm going to take a week off to get more content made, get more content um, set up so I can just schedule drop, schedule drop. So that's the plan for next week. So I'll see you. I'll see you soon. Not next week, but catch us the the week after. And yeah, thank you so much for checking out this little trilogy of reviews here. And yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, we might do something like this again. Maybe do Friday the 13th. Maybe maybe uh, Michael Myers. I don't know. We might do something like this again. I'll see you later. Bye.